Welcome to Coffee with James on this Thursday morning, the 14th of October. A time where we can stop and take time out from our day um, and to reflect on God's goodness and on God's word. Today we're going to be continuing our time in the book of Philippians. We're going to be looking at one verse yesterday. Uh, we looked at rejoicing in Jesus always. Rejoice in Jesus always I will say it again, rejoice, says Paul. Paul's he's, he's not sitting in a water, over Waterloo, Waterloo bungalow on the coast, Cook Islands, but he's a man who's sitting in prison in chains, and yet he's the happiest man in Rome. Not because of the chains, it's, it's not because of you know, his exact circumstance, because they're not exactly crash hot, but he can rejoice because of Jesus. It, it's, his rejoicing is grounded in Jesus. But then he, he moves on and he, and he moves on again into verse 5. When, when you see me in person, when you talk with me in person, and if I'm standing up, it's, it's pretty evident. There's one thing that is very, very evident with me. I'm tall. I'm six foot five. You can imagine what everyone says to me all the time. Wow, you're so tall. And, and, and nearly this question I get asked all the time, and it's so evident, and even though it's, you know, I don't grow, they say, oh, have, you, surely you have grown, James, since I last saw you. Like, it's, it's very evident that I'm tall. And, and for all of us, there's, there's many things that are evident in our life. It's evident possibly what your job is. It's it's. It's evident what footy team you follow by the jersey that you wear. It's, it's evident the things that you like and where you like to live and what you like to do through Facebook posts. But also it's often evident our personalities. I like personalities because God has created us all different. Here Paul, he says, not only rejoice in Jesus, but he says in verse 5, let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. The gospel changes us. It changes how we... It changes us to be gentle. You know, this is a resolve. Paul's saying here is a... So we had a we had an audio problem for a second, but Paul, he want his here is hey he says here rejoice in the Lord. You know kids can push you, they can frustrate you. Spouses can sometimes get under our skin. Governments or work or bosses, but Paul says let your gentleness be evident to all. See, gentleness in verse 5, it's, it's to be reasonable, it's to be gracious, it's to be considerate, it's, it's to be selfless. See, the opposite of gentleness is self-promotion. It's self-seeking. It's contentious. It's argumentative. It's, it's quarrelsome. It's, it's hot-blooded. But gentleness, it's, it's gracious and reasonable. I, I love this definition. It's the one who chooses a habit it's the one whose choice and habit does what is equitable and who does not stand on his rights unduly, but is content to receive a smaller share, although he has the law on his side. 
It's being gentle. It's, it's giving up preferences. It's, it's a graciousness and consideration. One thing I notice in, you know, as we have conversations with people, if someone's upset or is you're having a meeting about something, rejoicing and gentleness, as they go together, it removes the heat out of the room. But when it's the opposite, when people are unthankful and when there's a bit of, you know, argumentative or contentious or self-seeking, so it, it, it raises the heat. And yet, as Christians, it's the gospel shapes us to be gentle and to rejoice. It, it, it reminds us, the good news of Jesus, it reminds us to be gentle when we speak about others. It means that we're gentle as we speak about those God has put in authority above us, our government. It means that gentleness will be evident in us as we talk about lockdowns and easements and restrictions. It means we'll be gentle in our conversations as we talk about things of maybe differing opinions. As we do it, we shine. It's evident. It, it, people will notice that we're gentle. And, and, and as we, and it oozes Jesus. I want to do you pursue gentleness. Why? Well, this, he says, because the Lord is near. The Lord is near. There's, there's two ways you can take this. The first one is it's it's talking about Jesus is going to return and how's he going to find you. When Jesus returns, he's going to find you being gentle. That's one way you can take it. The other way you can translate it, it's, it's the Lord is near. We know that God is everywhere. God is near his people. He is with his people. There's two ways you can take it. And both, theologically, are actually correct. You, you, you can have both. But I think what Paul's talking about here is he's saying God is near you. He's with you. He's in you. Right? The Holy Spirit in us. And so gentleness will be evident. Be resolve yourself to be gentle this week. Rejoice in the Lord. Let your gentleness be evident to all. Our world is looking for that. You know, on social media, it's a great place for people to hide behind a text, behind a keyboard, and they throw words and they throw things that they probably wouldn't say in person. But may our words and, and our actions be gentle on social media. May our words and our actions be gentle as we start to come back in person soon at church. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you that we can rejoice in him. Our, our hope, our joy is grounded in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, Father, we pray that gentleness will overflow out of us. It will be evident in our life. Help us to be resolved to be gentle, not to be self-promoting. Help us to put others' interests above ourselves. And we pray this for the sake of Jesus. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it's Thursday morning. Look forward to seeing you next Tuesday as we continue our time in the book of Philippians.